Are you ready? Let's roll the dice. Everybody to no dice. I'm not Daniel, and I'm that's not how, Brittany. That's how we're yeah. That's how we're starting, guys. <laughs> Hi, not Daniel. I am also not Daniel. Yeah, none of us. None of us are Daniel. Uh, that's because we are from Green Mountain Mysteries, another actual play podcast on the Pocket Podcast Network. Hello, you probably know that from the title already. I'm Michael. I'm Tom. No, I am Spartacus. I mean, <laughs> that's, I'm a weird to, that's a weird way to pronounce Darius. It is. <laughs> that was my middle name. <laughs> Darius Spartacus Southland. Actually, no, it's Nathaniel. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm Gwen. Was I supposed to introduce myself? Probably. Yes. I'm Christine. <laughs> Fantastic. We did it, and it only took us, oh, look, 10 minutes. All right. Sorry. I'll we're be less a, mean. We're off we're to a great start in this here podcast. It's true. So we are going to be doing a one-shot adventure that Daniel wrote for us called The Treasure Chest Job. The party are four necromancers who have been recruited to do a job for legendary wizard Eris Dawnforge. She's hired them to steal the treasure chest. It is named that in the notes. It just is called the treasure chest, a box containing riches untold, but it is said to be cursed never to be opened. You all must work together to heist the chest and bring back the riches to your employer, or take it for yourselves. Choice is yours. You are a bunch of scheming necromancers and whatnot, after all. Uh, part of the Pact of the Lich, if I'm not mistaken. Why don't we talk about who you all are so that we have a point of reference? Let's start with, uh, let's start with, with Darius and who you're playing. Oh, I'm uh, Duram... Drazzle. He's a... It sounds like you're hungry like the wolf. Yes. Yes, it does. Uh, no, that's that's if his name is Duram Duram. They're the cover band. That was the joke. Yeah, okay, that was the joke. Let's Shh. move on. Please. Edit that out. No. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Shut. Uh, good. Next we have... <laughs> Next we have Gwen. Who are you playing? What's up? I'm Chan Adred. I'm just a total mystery, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What like what race and and stuff do you are you and what do you look like, everybody? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, 
like Darius, what what is what is Duram over here? I was going to be Roadblock from G.I. Joe, but it turns out when I scrolled down, he's a bald white dude. So I decided to go against that entirely. So I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. But OK, that's kind of the same for usual. Yeah, you uh, you kind of have that attitude of just like, oh, stuff is happening. Sweet. Uh, yes. That's that's the Darius experience. That's why um, we love him. Yeah. Yep. Human wizard level three. Cool. And uh, Chan. I already forgot the voice I did for them, but um, well, Chan... we're just talking about the character. Yeah, no, I know. Chan is a tiefling. Um, they have one like ant- antelope horn and one ram horn, and that's God, what I've decided. Just... You just you're so extra. I yes. Well, hello there, hot topic necromancer. Ouch. So. Uh, you are also a third level wizard. Uh, Tom, yes. what's up? I am Masala Sane. I am a green dragonborn necromancer of chaotic mutual alignment. I like a few things. Pit fighting, skeletons. I've run out of things to list. Alright, you are also a third level wizard. And... Last but certainly not least, Christine. Okay, um, I am playing Salemla Camarile, I think is how you say it. Uh, we'll go with uh, the Italian. <laughs> human, uh, level three wizard. It describes her as dark eyes and dark hair and devastatingly charming. I mean, I, I mean, you are, but. I didn't realize we could character? play as ourselves. Oh, That's go- not fair. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're all basically just, like, playing yourselves right now. Uh, <laughs> Gwen's just like, I'm a total mystery. And and Tom is like, I'm dramatic and take the limelight. And Darius is just like, I am here also. I think we were typecasted. Should we be offended? I am a mushroom. That's like at least three less horns than you usually have, though. True. Are you, wait, are you calling Gwen horny? Yes. I think you no. just did. What is happening? Oh, I see. I see how I have been tricked. <laughs> so, uh, just for context, uh, none of you are going to be interacting with any of the magic assholes, because this takes place uh, over a dozen years before their adventures start. So, this is this is very much not a thing where you're going to have to, like, uh, fight any of the main characters or something like that or even talk to them because I'm not doing their voices I don't have to so I won't let's just fight each other I mean that is absolutely <laughs> an option it's a one shot Avengers babe. movie <laughs> let's create a portal oh. into Burlington Vermont in 2020 <laughs> well that would hey Guess what? You found out who the necromancer is, and it's four people. I did it! We're all Shadrach. <laughs> so both podcasts are done. You guys are so welcome for wrapping up No Dice in such a beautiful way. Shared cinematic universe, <laughs> as all podcasts are part of. So, uh, what we are doing today is you're going to start on a boat, because... The whole thing is that it's uh, uh, on an island. The treasure chest, it's on an island. Um, 
in the Anemian Archipelago, which is a chain of islands off the coast of Skylark. There are many reputable islands, many residential islands, many port islands, and many pirate islands. But there are also little islands too small for folk to make a living on. The rumors say that it is on one of these tiny islands that the chest has at last been found. So I guess it's like the Hebrides, pretty much. Uh, good. I'm glad that I know about Scotland and no one else. All <laughs> right. So the four of you are on a small boat and you are headed toward the tiny island that is said to house the legendary chest. You're following a map that looks like it's been scribbled on the back of a flyer for a dime store psychic. It's vague and hard to make out, but you seem to be headed in the right direction. So, a couple of questions. I don't know who this Desdemona Brown is, but at least her flyer makes for a good map. Perfect. So you have the map, then. Uh, Yes. Okay, because that was question number one. Question number two is... Who is driving yeah. the boat? Chan's going to drive the boat. They're a good driver of boats. Perfect. Love it. Um, what is everyone else doing? Because you are all on a boat like the Lonely Island were. Don't all speak up at once. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. What are you asking us to do? I'm asking, what are you doing? I'm Chan is driving the boat right now. and I'm, uh, I'm studying the map. I said I have the map. Well, then then you're set. So uh, what about the other two? Taking a nap. All right. Uh, Jerem is taking a nap. And uh, Salemla, what's up with you? Well, I'm watching the other two. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm reading this- a map. I don't think what I'm doing is terribly exciting, Salemla. I'm um, so, just uh, getting some sun. Yes, with your eyes directly on me. Don't think you don't like it. Uh, as a matter of fact, I don't, shockingly. <laughs> so uh, at this point, the party has all met. Uh, you've met all of each other one and a half times. Uh, you were contracted separately, and this is your first actual mission together. So we can do a little role play now where you make like the king and I and get to get to know you, get to know everything about you. Or uh, we can just sort of scoot along onto the island. I mean, scooting to the island sounds good to me. Scoot. Yeah. I mean, no one needs to know my whole deal anyway, so we're fine. Scoot. Yeah. You know what? You're (laughs) right. We are playing the world's greatest role-playing game, so let's skip the role-play and get right to the actual (laughs) elements of the game. Let's get to the unnamed island that you are heading toward. Yay. Unnamed island looms upward, a jut of rock spiking out of the sea. It's basically just a big old mountain in the ocean. No vegetation is visible. No animal life. And, um, no easy way to access it either. So, uh, you, the perceptive among you, may look to see that the island is surrounded by a treacherous reef, making it difficult, if not impossible, to take the boat close to the shore. But, um, who among you is actually perceptive? Let's, let's have everyone, uh, go and make a perception roll. Oh, I have a whole minus one of that, so... 
we're going to assume that Duram is awake now because you're near the island. I rolled a 15. And with my perception of minus one, that I rolled a 16 initially. Okay. I have real good dragon eyes. That's why I'm the one with the map. Tell me, what do your dragon eyes see? My brand. (laughs) Uh, I got a 13 with my plus one in perception. Slash wisdom. Super. Um... What about Duram? You get a uh, perception roll there, champ? Perception? Which is probably the most ironic roll I could ask for right now. Yeah, two. <laughs> okay! A, a beautiful. It's a two. Fortunately, uh, somebody got a 15 and someone else also beat a 10. It's it's pretty easy to see that there is a reef in the way. Um, So, getting ashore is going to be your first obstacle because... You can do that pretty much any way you like. Just know that if you try to take the boat toward the shore, the reef is going to have it for lunch. So how are you going to actually get to the shore of this island? Can you put the brakes on the boat, please? Or however it is, boats stop. I think it's an anchor. Um, Someone put the anchor down, please. I studied necromancy, not boat. Mancy. Fine, I'll get the anchor. Okay. Um, f- make a. Uh, I'm gonna go with make a perception roll uh, to see if you know where the anchor is. It's not a big boat. <laughs> Three. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Well, it is not a big boat, uh, and somehow. Oh dear! Wh- I can't seem to find it. Sorry. If this is being passive-aggressive, you're a terrible person. If this is you just being a terrible person, I'll get the anchor. <laughs> I rolled a 12. All right. Uh, yep, you find it. Um, uh, <laughs> Salemla is functionally standing on it. <laughs> Excellent just not lo- work. Not looking at her own feet. I'm sure uh, you would have gotten it eventually. So, yeah, uh, it's an anchor. And anchors are extraordinarily heavy, so uh, I'm gonna have you roll a uh, a strength check, and uh, or you know pick pick whichever strength skill you want to use with a DC ten. Alrighty, athletics is something I'm actually okay at for a wizard. Uh, that's conked. Uh, that's a twenty. Not natural though. The dirty twenty. Ah, uh, okay. Ah, that dirty, dirty 20. Uh, good. So you drop anchor. You even do it successfully because you rolled good. So there's an anchor and it's in the water and it's now dragging on the ground. So uh, you've stopped the boat. Now you have a reef between you and the shore and the boat is not currently in danger of crashing on the reef. So... So do we have like a like a rowboat on this thing that we can drop in and um use to get to this god's forsaken island? I mean a dinghy? Yes. I don't know why they call it that. That name's very silly. It's <laughs> probably why they call it that. Do we have a dinghy? Uh, do you have a dinghy? This is a small boat. So um you know what? 
I'm going to have somebody, anybody you want, just roll me a straight up and down d20 to figure out if you have a boat. Okay. Or rather, a dinghy. 18. That, I think, sounds like a dinghy to me. Yay. There's your dinghy. So, amazingly, you guys apparently shelled out for the small boat with an even smaller boat. Uh, Exhibit would be so proud. The best kinder egg of all. Yes. Hey, I heard you like sailing, so I put a boat in your boat so you can sail while you sail. <laughs> Meta sailing. Ha <laughs> ha. I don't know what we any of this means. Yes. Double sail all the way across the sky. I'm going to keep making outdated meme references unless you guys get in that dinghy. <laughs> I get in the dinghy. I was Someone's going to have to help me into the dinghy. <laughs> I was already in the dinghy. You were standing in the dinghy looking at the map? No, I, I mean, I went in as soon as I knew we had one. I'm going to go to sleep in you the dinghy. You thought you were in the dinghy, but it was I, Masala. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you're all in this dinghy, and you know that you have a treacherous reef between you and shore, and you have chosen to get into a much, much smaller object to potentially navigate between the coral but also, if you uh, if you hit coral, you are absolutely going to sink even worse because it is very small. So you there, boat commander? I point at uh, Gwen. I don't know what her character's name is though. Chan. Chan, you there, boat commander? Point at Chan. Take this boat and have it bring us to the island, please. I'm not attracted to boats, but okay. <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> Uh, I bring the boat to the island. Yeah, this is absolutely going to have to be a check. This is what D&D yeah. was made for. Um, you know, oh, give me give me a check that you want to use and justify why you're using that one to me. To get the boat to the island? Yes. Well, I'm not going to pick medicine, so I think that I'm going to go with um hmm gonna go with performance because i want to i want to do this real cool so chan's showing off as they're like rowing the dinghy towards the island are you sure I you mean, don't want me to roll persuasion to try and ask the boat real nicely <laughs> if that's how we're playing i am going to argue that uh, the best performance would be drowning at sea so no all right, so we're going to go with probably athletics then. Okay. Um, I'm going to say uh, with athletics to try to get through there, it's going to be uh, DC 10. All right. That is an 11. Aha. Yeah. Okay. You have managed to just barely make it. Um, I assume that there are points where certain people in the boat have to, like, reach their foot out and go, like, ah! And, like, you know, kick the boat away from the coral that it was drifting into, but somehow, um, you've made it. So, congratulations, you've solved my coral puzzle. You're welcome, guys. Excellent right. hail, Chan. Yeah, great, good job, so whatever. Thank you, Chan, for <laughs> your skill with boats. Chew on scenery too hard. So, 
the four of you uh, now gain the rocks of the shore. Now what? You have a map, and it has an X. The X marks the spot. The X never actually marks the spot. Well, the spot in this case is the whole island. The fuck are you talking about? It's not a big map. I'll do an investigation roll. Go for it. Fifteen. Amazing. All right. Looking up the side of the mountain, it's uh, the black and round speckled slope. Looks daunting, but doable. Uh, There are open mouths of caves that dot the sides of the mountain at random intervals. So you know that you have a variety of cave entrances and that you can climb this. Uh, but it's up to you to determine how you move forward from here. That is what you've gleaned from a cursory investigation of the terrain in front of you. Okay. Uh, uh, Masala, which of those caves do you think would be a good place to start? Your Masala. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm no, you're Salemla. Nope, you're Salemla. I am smart. I wrote good. everyone else's character names on my character sheet. I think I got this. <laughs> yep. So I'm going to oh, try and smart. compare what has been pointed out to me to what is on the map and see if I can figure it out. Uh, the map is a map of the islands, and there's an X on the island you're on. So that doesn't help me at all. Great. Um, yes, the, the map got you here. It has served its narrative purpose. All right. Well, I don't know why you're asking me, but I'll see what I can do. Um, I'm going to see if I can uh, sort of, I guess, think through how this would work. You don't suppose there's any magical items in that treasure chest, do you? Well, obviously. I mean, why would they want it? Money? <laughs> Money's practically worthless in the long run. Because I could treasure. always, I could always try detect magic to see what how far we can get. Hmm. There is a thought there. Yeah, you can absolutely try that thing if you want. Is that a d twenty as well? No. Okay. Uh, detect magic is just a spell you do. Oh, okay. So, um, Salimla's going to cast detect magic. All right. So um, uh, we're going to play a little bit fast and loose with the way that detecting things works, because this is an actual play podcast, babe. We had a bad precedent set by the Adventure Zone. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? Never heard of it. The only person who could say that is basically Darius. Uh, Everyone (laughs) else here is a huge fan of the Adventure Zone. Uh, It's great. Yeah. So. Um, let's stop talking about the people that we are clearly influenced by and talk about your detect magic. Uh, you do detect magic. Normally it's a 60 foot cone and you get to know a bunch of cool stuff about any magic that's in that cone. But, uh, I'm going to say that your detect magic basically, you know how in those old cartoons when there was like a pie in the window and you could see the, (laughs) the smell line come off and then like the, like, you know, the cartoon cat would smell it and like float on that that smell by their nose. So mm-hmm. it, it's the magic is doing like a one of those. It's it's a magical pie. So you have like a magical pie stink uh, that is <laughs> leading you to a particular cave. 
Uh, so you think you know which cave is probably the right one. All I'm right, gonna, well, I'm going to wipe my nose with the map since it's useless to us now. Okay. All right. That's, that's going to be really great when you need to navigate back out of the islands. Uh, well, I wasn't told that, voice of God! How did you think you were getting out of here? Flying. <laughs> the same boat. I was going to call a necromantic Uber. <laughs> driven by Sharon. The fuck is an Uber? Uh, hey, you know, what the, the fuck is only a Sharon? company that they have is Lyft, but it's called Ray's. <laughs> okay, we're done. We're done with this game. We're we're done. We've won. <laughs> I'm gonna kick Daram to make sure he's awake. We're on the trail. All right. So my magic senses are pointing me towards that cave specifically. Brilliant. Uh, yeah. You have you have your spider senses. Yay. All right. Try not to stare too hard while I lead the way. Wow. Taking charge. Love it. Okay. That's a necromancer who really knows what they want in life. <laughs> it's fine. So, I'll let her think she's in charge for now. <laughs> we all know that the real the real uh, leader of this expedition is clearly Duram. Of course. <laughs> huh? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah. How, what's, what is the, uh, the party's next move? Follow the trail, obviously. I mean, All she right. was going to head for the cave that was uh, giving off the wafting magic. Okay. Very good. To go good. exploring. Okay. Uh, sounds, sounds like a plan. Uh, I'm going to pick uh, a random order because you all are going to be climbing. You've decided to just sort of climb up the, uh, the face of this. It is climbable. It's steep, though. So let's, let's do a random order here. Okay. Ah, uh, Masala, I need you to roll a d20. A d20, uh, is there a particular skill or just a raw roll? It is a flat d20 in addition to whatever you're doing on your turn. Uh, I'm just following, and that's an eight, so that's not a great roll. Okay. Uh, yes. An eight means that, uh, uh, you have to roll a DC 10, uh, dexterity acrobatics check, because you find yourself on uneven ground. The side of the mountain is rough and uneven, without even the courtesy of little stubby bushes to grab onto. This may take longer than you thought, so everyone actually has to make that DC-10 acrobatics check. Oh, DC-10. Alrighty, that's a, that's a 10. I rolled a 9. I'm just nine. saying, D20s hate me way more oh, than wait. fate dice do. 8, because I have a minus 1. Okay, and um, Salemla? Oh, what am I rolling, sorry? Acrobatics, DC 10. 15. Okay. So uh, all three of you make it, except uh, Duram does not. So on a failed check, the ground counts as 10 feet of difficult terrain. So it just takes you longer than you thought it was going to uh, because it's just hard Wait, going. Was I supposed to roll a 20 sided dice? Yes. So what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what the fuck's a DC ten? A DC ten means that the difficulty that you're trying to beat is a ten. Oh, uh, fucking weird ass dice. 
this is how you know we use a fate system. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because we don't know what we're doing. Did you? Okay. Yeah, I haven't used this bullshit since 2006. <laughs> and for good fucking <laughs> reason. So give me, uh, before we dunk on this game anymore, give me a <laughs> d20 roll uh, acrobatics check. All right, Gary, you guys can suck a dick. Anyway, uh, 10. Oof. Okay, you made it. Yay. Fuck you, Gary. All right. And uh, speaking of, now you get to just roll a flat d20 because it's your turn. What are you, are you just sort of making your way downtown, walking fast toward a cave? <laughs> Yes. All right. Uh, roll me a d20 and just tell me what you get. Four. Four. Okay. Well, uh, after getting through a patch of uneven ground, you find there's a big-ass rock in the way. So uh, make me a... Uh, everyone make me a DC 15 acrobatics check. So roll that d20 and give me your results. Natural Six. 20. Ooh. Oh, wait. All right. I had two Nine. acrobatics. <sighs> okay. What was that, Darius? No, I'm just looking that I add two to acrobatics. Fucking hell. I'm looking ah. at I'm looking at fucking athletics, and I'm thinking of the fake dice shit. Oh, yeah. God. Fucking damn it. <laughs> like, Christ, I should have added. I would have passed the other roll fine, because I was supposed to add two instead of subtracting one. Son of a bitch. God, I mean, you did pass. I know, but I'm like, God, mother, fuck this game. This is <laughs> this is what oh, happens. So, this is what happens. There's so many. This is ah, this is what happens when I get when I'm playing a white dude. This is why I don't play white dudes in games. <laughs> <laughs> I play a black dude. I'm fine. I feel like an orc or some shit. Great. Anytime I play a white dude and it's not TF2. I die in like 10 seconds. I'm sure I'm going to die in a minute or some shit. <laughs> anyway, well, whatever. We'll bring you back. It's all right. That's we're okay. necromancers. <laughs> yeah, don't. All so, right, I rolled a 20. So did you... Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. So for all of that, you're just like, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, you managed to actually scramble over this big rock. Uh, you and uh, you and Masala managed to. Uh, Chan and Salemla, I believe, both failed, yes? Yes. I definitely failed. Okay, good. Um, you attempt to make an undignified scramble over it, and it ends in an even less dignified pratfall kind of splat. <laughs> um, you have fallen prone. Good job. You <sighs> want to try again? Can I stretch my hand out Ye to pull her up yes. or something? That will do, and you will get advantage on your check because of that. Yay. I'm helping. So, yeah, I'm roll with advantage. That's because you're a prick. Both of us are just, uh, uh so Yeah, both of, you, both of you go again, but with advantage this time because you're being assisted. All right, that's two d20s, right? Yeah, I rolled a net 20, so I'm not even going to roll again. Oh. Let's see. 11. <laughs> That was your best? That was my best. I rolled a six as well. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, okay. do I have anything in this explorer's pack that can help me get over a rock? Like a rope? A rope, a, a hook thingy. You mean a grappling yeah, hook? So, <laughs> so a better score. Anything that you would be using out of your explorer's pack is just going to give you advantage. 
Oh, so, well, why didn't I think of that? That would be nice to know. Yeah. Well, Celebla like... is lost. <laughs> <laughs> we, we will, will remember her. you when we're rich, Celebla. <laughs> I want to kick Dragon Dude uh, off. Don't you dare leave without me. I'm going to shove Dragon Dude off the rock. God speed you on whatever you want. Some king of the rock. No, I am uh, king of the rock. Can I All can right. I do another attempt with something from my explorer's pack to give me advantage? Yes. Yes. Okay. Wait, I have an explorer's I mean, pack. That's a 16 and that's a 14. So, 16. Okay. And uh and and Masala, you've gotten over the rock before, you can do it again. Um so, yes, everyone is now past this. Yay. Congratulations. You've made it. You've you've done two of them. Bats. Um good. So with uh with all of that you found that the uh, clearing the rock you're like, "Oh, I guess this is where the cave mouth is. I thought it would be further." Nope. Turns out climbing. You've done it. Good job. You solved my climbing puzzle. Hooray. Yeah. All right. Much puzzle. So, uh, so, are you going to enter the cave mouth, or uh, what would you like to do? Because the light from the cave only the light from the cave mouth only goes in so far. It is a cave after all. I would like to. Okay, I would say I would like to listen and see if there's any sounds coming from the cave before we do anything else. All right, I I like that. Uh, I want to light a torch. Yes. Uh, sounds good. Give me a perception check there, Chan. Right. Chan rolled a nine. <laughs> Is that plus your three? Yeah. Sweet. So you hear the reverberant sounds of dripping, as one does in a cave. Uh... That's that's all you can really make out. If there's anything else in there, you can't totally distinguish the sounds uh, apart from the like the wind blowing across the the mouth of the cave and I'll light uh, a torch. Just the, yes, yeah, you got a torch. Perfect. I light a torch. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna do dancing lights just to flex on the torch. Okay, um, you have dancing lights out now. So congratulations. You've done it. All right. So uh, there's a torch in Duram's hand and Masala has some lights dancing around. Uh, they are doing like a little kick line around your head. It is both really adorable and also really emasculating. Um, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. So... I have a torch. <laughs> hey, maybe maybe Masala gets knocked out and those dancing lights go away. Who knows? Who knows? So, uh, I, I assume that our our torch friend was the first one to go to go into the caves. Yes, because you have a torch. Yes. All right. So, uh, yeah, you guys do have a light, but even more oppressive than the darkness of the cave that you're heading into is the weighty feeling of it. The knowledge that above and below is only solid stone, like a tomb. So, make me a wisdom check there, uh, Darius, for Duram. 
Well, shit. Your DC is 12. Actually, it's 11. Okay. I have an 18. So, oh, uh, oh, did you, you roll a total 18 on that? Yeah, because I don't have a modifier for wisdom, so. Okay. Uh, actually, for a, uh, oh, yeah, you're right. Um, uh, yeah. So, 18? Yeah. Good. You, uh, you managed to not actually get super, super lost. Um, I guess your, your magic senses are, are sort of working right now. Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, yeah. So, okay. You are able to find small green markers like algae or lichen grown into the shape of an arrow pointing the way deeper into the mountain. Seems like, hey, that's a thing that's saying go this way. Would you like to follow that? No. 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 Okay. No fucking sign's um, gonna tell me what to fucking do. All right. <clears throat> so do you deliberate, you you choose to, to not go that way, even though, okay, let's, you're, you're at a fork in the caves yeah. right now. You're choosing to go with the fork that is not marked. Yes. Okay. Um, you make your way through some more caves and, uh, you find that this particular cave reaches a cliff into a vast open space. And, uh, Chan, you step on a cave fish. Good job. Uh, it looks like there is no real way forward on this one because it's literally just a big, black, empty cavern area. Uh, you cannot see the bottom or the top, and you stepping on the fish made a very... It, it, the echo was just like, yeah, this room big. Well, I will be taking charge from now on, thank you. I'm gonna throw my torch in the coal, and I'm gonna light another torch. Okay. You throw your torch in the hole, and uh, it does eventually hit the bottom and go out. Emphasis on the eventually. Okay. Torch go down the hole. <laughs> Congratulations. You dropped the torch down a hole and found out it was very deep. Right, Duran, so are you I drunk? I fucking wish. I assume that you're going to turn around yeah. and take the yeah. other fork now. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, as you as you make your way, you follow uh, the arrow down a certain path and make me another wisdom check because you're trying not to get lost some more. Who's the one making the wisdom check? Whoever's in front. Well, I said I'm taking charge. Masala said that, so I'll make that check with my minus one wisdom. Good. Natural 20. Stop it. All right. So, uh, as you as you're making your way through this particular path, uh, the set of caves, uh, there's there's just more little markers of like algae and lichen that are just arrows, and uh, you decide that following them has been pretty okay so far. And uh, eventually, there's one that's just there's a a pathway, there's a split that just has like ten different little naturally occurring arrows pointing like go this way um and you do and you are now in the deep cave 
while it is deep inside the mountain, the high ceiling of the cavern is open. The brilliant blue of the sky is visible through the faraway gap in the stone, and while looking up, drops of condensation from the walls fall on your faces like rain. It's actually like a small oasis in here. Uh, there are a few short trees, a crystal pool of water, and some people. Uh, people? Oh, shit. Disgusting. Oh. I, was, I was preferring the dark. Oh, look, victims. A gang of pirates materialize out of the shadows, brandishing teeth and blades and claws. Each of them wears a green bandana, and if someone wants to make a history check, go for it. All right, that is a 14. All right. You might know that this is the emblem of the Threshers, the most violent and bloodthirsty pirate gang to sail the seas. And you four stumbled into their secret headquarters. Aren't you lucky? Burninate. <laughs> well, I just am going to clear my throat. <clears throat> Attention, morons. We are far beyond you. Our power, our might, and our equaled education far surpasses that of your feeble, foolish, thresher minds. However, if you turn and go back to those shadows with your tails between your legs, I will deign to let you live. Yeah, fuck that shit. I'm gonna kill you all. The, uh, the... There are a bunch of kobolds. They're kobold pirates. Oh, it's even better. And, uh, it's adorable. Uh, uh, so cute. One of them. <laughs> one of them looks up at uh, at Masala and and says, Wait, "You make a joke about tails between legs? Mean, rude." Wait, are we they are some pirates? Wait, are they lizard kobolds or like goblin kobolds? Uh, lizard kobolds, but they're very small, so their voices are also high pitched. Okay, cool. So the cool kobolds. Yes, they're the cool kobolds. All right. Um, Look at me so, and all of my dragon majesty. You're you only half dragon at best. He's right. You are only half dragon at best. You're just embarrassing you're yourself. You're not helping, Duram. <laughs> I'm not here to help. Yeah, you're happy. We right, like though. the bald one best. <laughs> These guys are cool. <laughs> I was gonna kill. Maybe we let bald one be pirate and kill rest of you. You know what? Let's do that. <laughs> No, I'm a pirate too. Okay. No, we. Well, you you're too eager to be pirate. Yeah, she is a bit too eager. You gotta tone it down a bit. Zeram, what are you doing? I'm gonna kill you all because I'm fucking bored. Zeram, well, well, that that is that's... right attitude, but directed at not us, please. Yeah, we're not. And in. before before they start to really like get any any further, um. They suddenly stop and part their ranks to allow their leader through. There is a hill giant who walks out of the darkness, towering over even the tallest of your party, and looking right at home in the vast space of the deep cave. He looks like a scaled-up version of your typical pirate. Billowy pants, over-large belt buckle, no shirt, no shoes, no service. He even has a jaunty hat. Nice. Oh! I'm Captain Not Shift, Dread Pirate Leader of the Threshers, the deadliest gang on the ocean. Yes, hold that thought. I turned back to Duram. 
Are you seriously betraying us for a bunch of kobolds? I was not done monologuing. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to How that. How many shanties do you know? Darob, oh. we're getting paid for this. Hey, hey, could you let the guy finish his introduction? S- seriously, fucking rude. Yes, so rude. This why you never be pirate. He's got a point, man. This is why I'll never be a pirate. <laughs> I'm going to cast Mage Hand to take his hat. Can, may I continue? Oh, you know what? That's my hat. <laughs> Give it back so I can finish it looks, monologuing. It looks better on me. It really doesn't. No, he right. It does not. <laughs> Come on, Duran is fascinated by your speech, so hat or not, continue. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> Give hat back when done, okay? Okay. Ahem, ahem, where was I? Um, Thresher's deadliest gang. Ah! The caves around you are full of the corpses of those who tried to cross the captain and his pirate gang. And every right-minded creature trembles before him in fear. Where's what your... are you doing here? Where's your and boat? Also, how did you find this place anyway? We had a map that this guy used as a, you know, a booger uh, handkerchief. That's it. You know, Where's boat, your boat? A snot Seems rag. impractical. Yeah, he's Answer like that. the fucking question. Where's the goddamn boat? It's docked. We have good docks in here. Anyway, Are you lying to me? Wait, because guys, I don't know if there's a boat big enough for you. Wait, you guys have docks? Because we had all that coral up front. Yes, coral is what keeps other people away from this island. That's a good We have point. a back door. I'm going to uh, roll an insight to see if he's bullshitting me. Okay. Uh, that's a 16. Nope. Oh, so they are actual pirates. Okay. I was yeah. going to... Yeah. You're the one that recognized that they were pirates. Yeah. Well, I thought they might be imitators. You know, there's copycat crimes and all that. Hey, so not germane to conversation, but now I want to know, where did you get map? No one's supposed to know that this our secret base. Honestly, we just found it on the back of a box. Uh, you, you got it from Ariston Forge. Yeah, back of a box. It was given to us by our benefactor. Big, big word. Yes, uh, he's the guy that gave us money good. He's our uh, dad. Eris is actually a she. She give us money good. <laughs> She's our dad. <laughs> dad, ha- does does your lady dad have a name? Aaron. Benny Factor. <laughs> you know what? That's, I don't think that's correct. You're right. Look, my, my sheet says I have Intelligence 5, but even I know no one has been a factor named Benny Factor. That just dumb. I'm just going to start to close. Well, as I said to your friends, me and my co-workers, it's the best term, I'm sorry, we are far beyond you, Threshers. No matter your size, no matter if you have a ship and are in fact legitimate pirates, which I still doubt, we are far beyond you, and our uh, combined arcane might will be enough to bring down this entire mountain around you. Unless 
You surrender the chest to us, we will be on our way, and you can keep playing pirate. Oh, you here for the chest! <laughs> Everyone in the room is just laughing. <laughs> if we have it, and that is a big if, Ooh. what makes you think we'd let you take it? Because the alternative is the flesh melting from your bones. Can I roll perception? Ooh. Uh, yes. I, I want to see if I can see the chest. Okay. That's a 19. You cannot. Okay. Never mind then. Can I cast a spell? Um, sure. What is it? Can I cast Shatter at the Hill Giant? Well... Uh, I mean, you you could, but he's he's about to say that he's going to fight you for it. Um, yes, and there's a reason I walked closer. Can I cast Thunderwave? Okay. He's giving um, me- Okay, we're going to need to roll initiative if you guys are uh, doing this. Hey, yeah, okay. fo- so just let me Tom narrate my thing first, because I did have something in mind, if you don't mind. Okay. It was the entire reason I narrated him walking forward and say the flesh from your bones. Um, if he says anything, I'm just going to lean back and- I exhale my breath weapon on him and any kobold within the 15-foot cone I can hit. Okay, well, let's go for initiative to see who gets to do what in what order. Yay. Natural 20. Fuck off. How are you rolling multiple natural 20s? Five. How do you do this? I get a four. 17. Okay. Well, let me mark that down. 20, Missala. Uh, 17? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Uh, that's for Duram. Uh, and uh, what did you get, Chan? Four. Four. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I, was it a six for Salemla? It was a five. Oh, okay. All right, five. And then mine is that number. Okay. Oh, good. There's a minus. I love it. Uh, okay. Great. So, uh, Captain Nightshift is going to fight you uh, now. <coughs> um, the, uh, yeah. So, th- there's nothing that the Threshers love more than a good fight. I mean, surely you four can just take one stupid big old giant right yeah sure so 20 initiative does get to actually go first all right and i just unleash my breath weapon on him okay uh what do i have to roll uh a con saving throw uh dc 11 oh okay same for the kobolds who are in the range of the um of the cone okay uh, Captain Nightshift has rolled a 20 on his con save. Hmm. And the kobolds have not saved. There are there are a few that are near enough for your breath weapon to hit them. So uh, what what effect does that have? All right. That is 2d6 poison damage. Ouch. And what happens if you save? You take half. Okay. Uh, six and a five. That is eleven. Ow, that's uh, that's almost max. Gnarly. 
Okay. So, um, Captain Night Shift takes only half of that damage, so he takes five. And there are some kobolds nearby, some little kobolds. And uh, even if they had saved, they would be um, melty little poison puddles at this moment. So uh, there are some there are some dead kobolds around that you have breath weaponed. Uh, the rest of the the rest of the kobolds in the room uh, decide to like step back a bit because they love watching a good fight. Uh, they don't want to be collateral damage of a good fight. At least none of the rest of them that, you know, aren't currently. So, uh, initiative 17, I believe that would be Duram. Yay. Wait, how many kobolds are left? Uh, this is a room just full of kobolds, and you've basically been challenged to a, a 1v4. Ah, okay. So, what the fuck did these do? Ooh, okay. Uh, I'm going to use Scorching Ray and just target the giant with all three rays. Ow. Okay. Uh, do you have to roll to hit for each of those? It says you create three fires, three rays of fire and hurl them at targets of in range. You can hurl them at one target to several. Make a range spell attack for each ray. On a hit, the target okay. does 2d6. Ah, okay. So your spell attack bonus is four. Okay. Ta-da. So I got a 14, a 13, and a 12. And then I guess uh, the plus 4 at 7. Oh. Yeah. So 14, 13. 12. At, but with okay, the plus so the 4, 14... it's become 16. Oh. Yeah, it becomes 16, 17, 18. Oh, well, guess what? Those all hit. Yay. So now I just roll, what, 66? Uh, yeah. Yay. Uh, 25. Holy shit! That's a lot of damage there. All right. Uh, that is a solid spell attack. Ow! Hey! Fire hurts, like, a lot. Not a fan. I know, right? Totally fucking sucks. Yeah. You know what else sucks? What? Getting hit on the head with a great club! So he's going to swing a great club at you. He has a reach of 10 feet, so he doesn't even need to be next to you. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. So uh, he's going to swing his great club. And 18. Does that break your armor class? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, so he hits you with that big old club. And let me roll some damage. Um. Good. I rolled really, really high for some reason. Oh boy. Um, how's uh, how's twenty four hit points taste? Dead. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Your current hit points is zero. Yeah. Oops. Dead. Oh well. Well, I told you. <laughs> uh. Okay. So should have been a he... black guy. Yes. So. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, okay. Good, 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 good. All right, great. Um, there is a, uh, there is a second, uh, there's a second, uh, club attack happening. Uh, and the only person that's super within range is definitely Salemla. So, 
Aren't you glad that you took charge? You mean Masala? Uh, yes, I mean Masala. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not anywhere near it. God, these yeah, names. But, but first of all, how dare you knock out my co-worker? I'm fucking dead, bro. <laughs> Uh, We're necromancers. You, yeah, at zero, you're not actually dead. You're unconscious, and Wait, you're gonna have to make death saving throws. Is uh, this through the uh, minus he ten? He rolled thing? an eleven. Uh, how's an eleven feel? On my AC, like a miss. Yeah, like a miss. Okay. Uh, that's that's pretty cool. You missed. All right. Good. I just duck oh, under, like and furthermore. All right. Speaking of Salemla, who I thought I was talking about, it's actually your turn now. Okay, I'm going to cast Shatter now. Um, And as I do it, I'm going to say, I'm keeping the hat. (laughs) All right. Walk me through Shatter. Uh, All I have on this character sheet is it says 3d8 Thunder. Okay. Uh, Well, let me see if there's a save. I have... Yeah, I have no other descriptions other okay. than it's a level three spell. Uh, no, nope. a level, level two, two spell. spell. Constitution yep. saving throw. Oh, okay. 3d8 uh, thunder damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. Okay. Alrighty. Saving throw. Saving throw. What am I rolling against? Okay, so you need me to roll the 3d8? Um, I mean, I, I, I do, but also I need to know what the uh, DC is that I'm rolling against on my constitution saving throw. Oh, so do I, do I need to roll a d20 for that? Uh, no, it's actually a fixed number. On your sheet, it says 12. So he's rolling against a 12. Okay. Uh, he succeeds on the constitution saving throw, so he will take half damage. Uh, he, got a, he got a 20 on that con saving throw. Ugh, lucky bastard. Not a natural 20, but a 20. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you need me to roll the damage? Yeah, give me that damage. 22. Ooh, okay. So that does get halved, which is still 11 solid damage. Thunder so. damage. Thunder! Very good. All right. Thunder because damage. Because my hat. <laughs> yeah, because your hat. You have a hat, and you want to keep it. Um, Looks better on me. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, Chan, uh, unless Salemla is doing something else on her turn. Oh, no, that's it. Okay, Chan, what's up? All right, Chan you, is going you to. You have you do have a downed party member, just to remind you. But that doesn't uh, mean much of anything. It's up to you to do what you want to do. Uh, he was going to kill us. I'm going to do my thing and then maybe consider saving him. But I'm going to walk forward. I'm going to go to reach the captain's hand. Say, nice to meet you. The name's Chan. And cast Shocking Grasp. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Go for that Shocking Grasp then. All right. I didn't even read what I was supposed to roll. You're rolling a melee attack, which is plus five for your spell attack bonus. I don't want to say it. It it didn't it didn't do well. What's the total? The total's a, a nine. Okay. Um that is not going to That's not gonna work. Uh he sticks out his hand he's gonna take your hand, but then he at the last minute goes 
Hey, I've had that buzzer trick done to my hand before. And uh, he pulls his hand out of the way and he has a very long arm. So, you know, you, you can't you can't reach it anymore. Okay. Um, and uh, unfortunately, it never occurs to you to just like try to touch him anywhere else. So, oops. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fair. Masala. <laughs> uh, and furthermore, if you kill him, I don't get to. And that's very rude. I'm going to cast Magic Missile as a second level spell, which means I am going to do four darts instead of just one, instead of just three. I don't have a d4 on me, so I'm going to be using a dice roller. Uh, That is a two plus one times four, so that's twelve. Okay, yeah. And unless he's got a shield spell ready, there's nothing he can do about that. And, uh, boom, 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 boom. Four little darts go go right into big old, big old Captain Night Shift. And guess what? Captain Night Shift is bloodied! Ah! This, this real fight now! Ooh! I'm gonna now just, I'm, you, I'm gonna use my movement to stand behind Chan. And be like, yes! It is! And we warned you! Okay, you're standing behind Chan now. Yes. Uh, okay. So, uh, good. Um, yeah. So he's he's like, ah, I'm bloodied now. Now I'm really feeling this fight. Let's do it. And uh, meanwhile, someone who's not really feeling this fight uh, on the ground is Duram. And Duram, you have to make a death saving throw. So roll a twenty sided die and just tell me what number you get. Two. Oh, okay, that's not great. Uh, so you get one failure on your death saves. So you have one failure. If you'd rolled one, it would have been two failures. Nice. Uh, one to ten is failure. Eleven to twenty is success. If you roll a one, it's double failure. If you roll a twenty, it is instantly uh revived at one hit point. Ah, okay. So, uh, good luck. Yep. Uh, that speeds us along to our our favorite, uh, our favorite guy, Captain Nightshift. Uh, he's decided that um, he's gonna throw a rock at you, Salemla, because uh, he has a big old rock to pick up, and he's gonna throw it. And you're behind Chan, so he does like a basketball hoops shot, so it goes over her and goes for you. Are you talking about Salemla or Masala? Masala, I'm sorry. I keep getting those two backwards. Okay. So, Masala, uh, you're having a rock thrown at you. Yep. Uh, let's see how that goes. Uh, that's a 16 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. This is going to be some bludgeoning damage. Six. Ooh. Okay. Um, that is... 24 bludgeoning damage. And what's more? He's unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, next in the order is Salemla, who I keep getting mixed up. Uh, so I, I don't know all of these powers. Um, are any of these powers that I have, um, are they necromantic? And like, can I try helping raise people back up to continue fighting with us? 
you don't really have much in the way of that. Um, unfortunately, uh, you don't have and no healing or anything like that. I looks imagine. like you didn't bring any healing spells today. Nope. Um, nope. So that's that's a problem. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Guess I'll cast Firebolt. <laughs> okay. Uh. You know, you you can cast Shatter again if you want, or you can cast Firebolts up to you. Like you have, I you have, guess I'm casting Shatter again. <laughs> it's I'm not I'm not trying to influence or suggest anything. I I don't remember all um, the how the spell slots work, like how many times per play and all that. You uh, so you have three spell slots to second level, so you can cast three second level spells. Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna cast Shatter again. Okay, he's going to make a saving throw. Uh, he does succeed, so he's going to take half on this one. He's he's He rolled a 19 total. He's got a lot he of con. He keep rolling good. Well, he's got high con. Let's see here. 18 damage. Okay, which takes an, an actual nine. So, kaboosh. Nine thunder damage. This okay. is from the Thunderman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey. Y'all would have shown up with like at least like a potion of healing a person, right? Probably. Why not? Yeah, let's, let's say that. I'm just gonna say that because I think that's fun. I think that's we're more at fifty percent capacity. <laughs> uh, you know, eh, a little bit. Uh, Chan. Um, oh, sorry, Salemola. What's up? Well, I was gonna say, can I like give someone a potion before my turn is over, or is that a whole different thing? Uh, to get to make somebody drink one would be an action. Okay, that turns down. <laughs> okay, uh, Chan. All right, I've got a two-part. So you you just had a you just had the best uh, three-point shot ever happen uh, right behind you. So what's up? So I've got a two-parter because of this excellent excellent throw. I'm going to cast Silent Image as a distraction. I would like to create the image of Captain Nightshade's mother, who is very proud of him for doing such a good throw. (laughs) (laughs) And while he's distracted with this, ideally, I will hit him with my one-handed quarterstaff. Okay, so you know what? I don't even care about the timing of this anymore because that's just really funny. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? We we're going to give that a shot. It's a silent image, so it's not making any noise. So uh, describe to me what Captain Nightshift's mother looks like. All right. She's a very large hill giant woman. She is very beautiful to him. Um, wow two words changed that whole sentence you can see that she's a very caring but stern mother and she's looking at him with just pure pride in her eyes and she's doing a very slow almost golf clap and just shaking her head in in agreement and approval because this is the first time her son her youngest son has done anything of note (laughs) <laughs> Mom? Uh, he's gonna have to roll 
Uh, is that a wisdom saving throw to try to not be fooled? Uh, it is an investigation. So, yes. Really? Intelligence oh, investigation. investigation. Oh, okay. That score is even worse. Love it. Oh, okay. Uh, that's an unnatural one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's like, Mom, you're, you're proud of me. It's finally happening. And then you uh, have distracted him so you get advantage on your swing. All right. So I rolled the d20 first, correct? Yes. All right. Yep. Then you rolled again. So first is a 17 and a 12. So I'll take the 17, please. Yes, you will. And the attack is plus two. So 19 breaks the armor class. 1d6 bludgeoning. Okay, five damage. Great. Bonk. Ow! Mom, I need to take care of this. Uh, Masala, it's now your turn, so make me a death save. Hey, Mike, you're gonna be real mad. No. It's natural 20. No. <laughs> it's how. We're wizards. How? I don't... Because it's dramatically appropriate. <laughs> God, that's ridiculous. Okay. So you that's that's your whole round. Uh you are now back at one hit point and you're conscious and able to act again. As I was sit Who is this woman? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh next in the initiative is Duram, who is the other one who had gotten knocked out. So make me that death saving throw, Darius. Five. Five. All right, that's another failure. Sweet. One more of those and you're dead for reals. Yay. Yeah. So now it's captain's turn. Uh, Chan. The captain um, is like, one sec, mom, I need to take care of this. And because you're just right up next to him, he's just got a great club you. Okay. That uh, okay. hurts my feelings and my body. Uh, cool. So uh, that roll is a total of, hold on, let me look at my notes, 14 to hit. That does hit. Okay. Well, let's, let's do some damage. How about, oh, that's another, oh, uh... I rolled maximum damage. Um. At, that's 29. So yeah, I'm down, which means I lose my concentration and his mom disappears. <laughs> what? Mom? No! <laughs> I failed her again! I can't do anything right! Uh, he was going to hit you with his club again, but you have made him so distraught by disappearing his mother uh by virtue of you know falling uh unconscious um you know what yeah no now he's mad at you so he is going to hit you with that great club a second time um uh yeah he does and uh it doesn't matter what i've rolled because all it does is force you to fail a death save so you took mom's approval away from me womp Stop so, hitting my meat shields. <laughs> uh, Salemla. 
Okay. Uh, so I'm just gonna head to Duran and give him a healing potion. All right. Uh, I believe that's a two d four roll of healing. Uh, I think it's two d four plus three. So we're just gonna say it is eight. Plus plus the three. Oh, that is. Yeah, okay. that's including the. Yeah. All right, Duran, you've got eight hit points. Oh, okay, cool. And your your death saves are cleared, so those failures are gone. Congratulations, you are now back in the fight. Hey, thanks. Uh, Chan, however, needs to make a roll on a death save. Okay. <laughs> That's a six. Okay, you have now two fails. So you're one round away from potentially being me. I will say, this is the best thing Chan has ever done, so if they die because of this, it's almost worth it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back at the top of the order, Masala. Uh, the kobolds around you are just having a really good time because, like, people are people are going unconscious, maybe dying, who knows? Like, the fight's just really swinging both ways. Masala just stands up. Cracks his neck. I am Masala Sane. The blood of dragon flows through my veins and burns in my heart. And you touched me. Well, my mom doesn't like me anymore, so I'm mad. And I'm going to make you suffer. Magic Missile, level four. Sorry, not level four, level two. It's four dice. say. Okay. And that's a four, so that is going to be 20 damage. Ow! Wow. Oh, that's that's some serious magic missling. Avenge me, Masala. Okay. So, uh, it's like, oh, hey, I'm just going to hit you with a bat again. I remember the, ow, 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 ow! That hurts so much more! How did, how? How did those ones hurt more? That's weird. It's the same thing. And I just stare at him and just die screaming. No. Duram, your turn. Oh, shit. All right. Finish him. <laughs> Sarah's playing King of Fighters 13. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you have to have a turn now. Oh, OK. That sucks. Uh, yeah. You um you still have spell slots oh, because okay. you don't lose those. Uh, I don't know, Thunderwave, sure. Okay. Thunderwave this guy. Uh, uh I believe he has to make a saving throw. Uh, is it a constitution saving throw to not get it uh, says blown away? DC twelve. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh. Oh my gosh. He rolled a natural one. Well, I rolled a natural twenty, so he can suck my dick. <laughs> he well I mean you didn't have to roll for that but he did and he uh is knocked off his feet and takes the full thunder wave damage so roll me some thunder wave damage let's see uh 14 oh wow okay uh that's yeah that hurts alright um hot damn you rolled good 14 and he takes the full brunt of that and is sent flying uh, 10 feet away from you. 
Wee plunk. Ow. Wait, if, he's, if, he leaves my, if he leaves my threat, do I get an attack of opportunity? Not forced movement, no. Okay. Um, so, ow. Uh, you have just absolutely knocked this guy on his ass. Uh, and it's now his turn, so he got flung away. And uh, he stands up and goes, Wow. That was fun. I want to do that again, so I not hit you this time. Whack them all! And he goes over to hit the person he hasn't uh, actually hit yet, and that's Salemla. And you probably actually mean Salemla, don't you? I do. So that's a 25 (laughs) with a great club to hit. Well, I mean, that definitely is more than the armor class of 12 I've got, so... Yeah. All right. Oh, ow. Um, Roll low, please. <laughs> well, how's 23? That is, that knocks her out because she has only 17 hit points, so. This is okay. player abuse. Thought you were my friend. I'm so good at whack-a-mole. If only my mom could see me now. If only! So, um, he's gonna, he's gonna go with, uh, with another, uh, thwackadoo. Um, He's just going to hit Salemla again. Uh, and. Oops. Uh, yep. You. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You are. Uh, you are forced to fail a death save. Mm-hmm. I really hope that Gwen doesn't die here. Because he's just really upset. Um, next is Salemla. So you have to make a roll. Th- this wouldn't just be the one that I auto fail. No, this is a new one. Do you add anything as a modifier for saving throws? Uh, not for death saves. That's a five. Okay, you have two fails. Uh, and speaking of two fails, it's Chan! Yeah, okay. It's a good thing we're all necromancers who can't raise the dead. <laughs> you, you'll get it eventually. Death and dying club, okay. We dropped out of necromancy school. That's a 16. Oh, 16! You okay. make a success! <laughs> you're you're on your way to not being unconscious anymore. Top of initiative, it's Masala. And he's just gonna scream burn and unleash a burning hands. Ooh. Alright, so I gotta make a dex save, right? Yeah. Uh I don't think a natural five is gonna really cut it. Nope, and that's with... 15 damage. Yeah, and his dex is minus one, so that's a four. Uh, he's like, ooh, you gonna do the darts again? Oh, no, fire! And uh, with that, Captain Night Shift has been dropped. He... I've had it with your Night Shift games! <laughs> I'm livid. <laughs> I cannot believe you. <laughs> That's what you get for secretly promoting your own brand. And then you... I'm gonna just take my potion, put it in Chan's mouth, and just glug, glug, glug. You're the one I like. You're the one that I like. You're the one that I tolerate. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. You, uh, you have definitely... Uh, whacked Captain Nightshift, and also uh, Salemla is on the floor. I should remind you, uh, currently bleeding out. 
Chan, go fix that. How, what do I have to roll for the potion, by the way? Uh, it's 2d4 plus 3. All right. 2d4 plus 3. Right, so 7, and then just a regular one. 11. Uh, 11 health total. You rolled full? No, I... I mean, I it's guess 2D4. I did. It's 2d4 plus 3. Yeah, so I guess I rolled. I oh. guess I rolled. Okay, perfect. Uh, 11 health. So, so uh, at 11 or it's plus 11 to my... No, you're at 11. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, in, in 5e, hit points just stop at zero. Gotcha. We don't have negative hit points anymore, like 3-5. Ah. Uh, are you going to go and uh, get Salemla uh, all sorted out? Yes, I go make her alive. Yeah, sure, whatever. I'm going to look at okay. the kobolds and just spread my arms wide. Behold! The might of Masala Sane and Associates. Now. All right, bye! Uh, never. We've never seen Captain get killed before. He never loses. The Captain Night Shift? No. Well, we out. What about uh, the chest? Find it yourself, asshole! Uh, well, I will! <laughs> thank you! Good! So, uh, they're all, like, running because, uh, they don't feel like dealing with you right now. Um, but you know that kobolds are tricky little bastards and that, uh, sometimes they, you know, who knows what they could be plotting. You're all technically back on your feet and have hit points again, so hooray! Um... How many did I heal to? Uh, that's, that's for Chan to roll. Alright, so just a, it was 2d4? 2d4 plus 3. Alright, give me a second. That's a 2. And a 4. Alright. Um, it's not hard to find the treasure chest from here. Uh, it wasn't in this immediate room, but there's, there's another little cave that, uh, has, like, a little sign that's just, like, that basically says in Draconic treasure chest storage. Uh, fortunately, some of you actually do read that. So it it's there. Um, it looks like a typical treasure chest about the size of a suitcase, weathered brown wood, iron fastenings, and locked. Interesting. Well, we have a job. Let's bring the chest Back to our employer. Also, is the giant actually dead or not? Oh, yeah. Captain Night Shift has, has fallen over and is not moving. Cool. I'm going to stick my dagger into his temple just to be sure. Out of spite. Okay. All right. Well, Jeez. Uh, Captain Night Shift is, is uh, still not moving. Good. I'll be back for your body later when I'm rich. Creepy. I mean, you're a necromancer, so I guess that makes sense. Whatever you're into, uh, Masala. Cool. Look, I have a dream of opening an underground pit fighting arena where I make hapless adventurers fight the dead. That's and this is bad. perfect for it. That's quite the dream. Kind of fucked up, man. <laughs> uh, what are you guys Take going to do? Take it up with Daniel. Uh, what are you guys going to do with, uh, with this particular chest now? I say we just bring it back to the boat with us and head home. 
I, I want to know what's in it, so can I roll to make sure it's not, like, a trap? Uh, yes. You can, if you want a sense for magic, you can make an arcana check. Okay. You cannot sense any traps on there. Are you going to try to open it now? I am, but I'm going to make sure no one's standing directly near me when I do, because Chanza, you know, an NPC who's more than willing to die just so we can find this out. So I open it. So how are you going to actually ensure that none of these other people are like around you? I make a swooping motion with my hand and say, get back, all of you. And I'm imitating Masala because I think it's funny. Uh, Okay. I'm very flattered. So (laughs) you you put your hand on the chest. The Legend of Zelda sound uh, from Ocarina of Time starts happening. And it's locked. I said that. Yeah. Um. How are you going to make it not locked? I use sleight of hand to pick the lock. Yes. It, that doesn't sound too encouraging. But Do I, you have tools? No. <laughs> Can I use a bone? That I that's lying around. If you want, I you're gonna be doing it at uh like I guess a minus two for bad tools. <laughs> um, maybe I don't want to do that. So if anyone has like any ideas, no one has any ideas then. All right. I'm looking at my spells. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to read what I have to. I don't play magic users, so I don't know what I'm doing. You can't, like, lockpick using mage hand, right? Uh, you would still have to have tools. Uh, those don't come in an explorer's pack, I imagine. You know what? Let me find out. Let me find out exactly what's in I also have something called a component pouch, and I have no idea what that is. That is for spell components, for, uh, components, like, for spells that require components. That's Um, there. The cell is gonna raise his hand. Is there a reason we care? Um, by the way, the Explorer's Pack has a backpack, bedroll, mess kit, tinderbox, ten torches, ten days of rations, water skin, and fifty feet of hemp and rope. You do not have a thieves' kit. That is useless. I I have a spell book. You think it has any, like, unlocking spells in there? Do you have any casts of shatter left? Um, I should have one left if I can cast it three times. Uh, yeah, you you can. You can attempt to cast shatter. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll happily cast shatter <laughs> at that box. Yeah, so if that doesn't work, can I use shocking grasp to like electrocute it open? Well, the DM you is refusing to let us leave until we open it. <laughs> I'm not no. doing any such thing. I want I'm to know. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> As Gwen, I want to know what's in the box because Chen almost died. <laughs> Many yeah. people almost exactly. Died. Let's just blow it up. Okay, so um, looks like uh, non-magical object uh, that isn't being worn or carried takes damage if it's in the spell's area. So, I mean, it's a luck. It's a it, you're making a ten foot radius sphere of sound that makes things break. So, roll me some damage for shatter. Yep. Okay. If if you're doing it. All right. Six, seven damage. On three d eights. Yeah, a four, two, and a one. That's incredible. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, the lock does 
seem to break from that. Uh, kind of, it, it's not, it's not like the lock is especially super durable. Uh, however, um, a thing does happen, uh, because, it, yeah, it, it opens, and then there is a brilliant flash of light that leaves spots in your vision for a few seconds afterward. Uh, everybody rolled 1d100. <laughs> okay. Uh. That's a 78. Uh, 66. So, just, uh, just write down what your totals are, and then I'll go through in order. 95. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, Darius, give me a 1d100 roll, which is two d10s. And uh, the one with the two numbers is your uh, your tens place. 68. Um, okay, so let me go through these from bottom to top. 66. Okay. Uh, 66. You have up to three creatures you choose within 30 feet of you take lightning damage. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to say that there were some kobolds that have decided to try to uh, gang up on you from the shadows, uh, and they're trying to sneak in to, like, really jump you. Um, so uh, there's 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 a couple of them within 30 feet of you. Are you uh, how are you? Uh, are you going to what? Who are you going to target with with this? Because it's a wild magic surge. Tom. What is the question? The question is, up to three creatures you choose within 30 feet take uh, 40, 10 lightning damage. Who are you choosing? The kobolds. Okay. That's what I thought. But I didn't know if you were going to do that or not. If you, you thought I was going to double cross the others, huh? Yes. I can't say for sure. I didn't want to take the option away from you. Um. Okay. Those three kobolds that you target uh, are looking real feisty, and then they just kind of uh, explode because they are dealt so much lightning damage, um, and that sucks uh, for them. But uh, the other the other kobolds are just like, you know what? Screw this. Uh, that just happened. We're gonna leave. So they uh, they leave. Uh, Sixty eight. Uh, the effect for for Duram. Uh, you are frightened by the nearest creature until the end of your next turn. So for uh, until for like six seconds, whichever of the other necromancers is closest to you is just absolutely frightening and terrifying. It's Chan. Um, Okie doke. Well, it's Chan. Chan is terrifying. Uh, next, we have a 78. And that is Chan. Uh, Chan, you cast Polymorph on yourself, and if you fail the saving throw, uh, please make a roll. Okay, just a d20? Yes, just a d20, and you are making a wisdom saving throw. Okay, that's a 13. Okay, uh, what's your own spell save, DC? Um, give me one second here. 13, I think? Uh. Yeah, it's 13. Yeah. You managed to not turn yourself into a sheep. <laughs> oh, wait. Can I purposely <laughs> fail that? <laughs> uh, you can, 
if you want. Oh, I think it'd be um, funny. But I don't know. How- it, I mean, <laughs> it would. But also, uh, you would be polymorphed for an hour. Okay, yeah, no sheep. Okay. And finally, the highest roll on this wild magic surge table is 95. And 95. You and all creatures within 30 feet if you gain vulnerability to piercing damage for the next minute. So, so squishy. Yeah. So piercing damage will really, really wreck you for a minute. Well, uh, let's not that... step on any sharp rocks. And that concludes the wild magic surge. Hooray! Mm. All right, the lock's busted. So what is in the chest? All right. Who's, who's going to go and actually look into the chest? Is it Chan? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so, oh, I need to read, need to read something. Um, okay. So, you, you've busted the lock, the trap has been sprung, and, again, the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time sound starts going, as you open the chest, which you had been told was cursed so that it could never be opened, but here you are, opening it! Look at that heiress Dawn Forge. Who does she think she is saying you can't get this open? Like, she's you're you're awesome. You killed a big old giant guy, right? The chest now opened reveals its contents. There is one thing in the chest. It is a note. It reads Better luck next time. Signed E D. <laughs> Are you (laughs) joking me? Fuck. How dare she? Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.